Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to Teacher Talk, everybody, and this is a great one as Mary Powers reminds us that we are fierce as teachers. Mary Powers has been teaching for over two decades, but started her professional journey as a child therapist before becoming a powerful English teacher. Mary, who graduated from Harvard University, says her goal is to create safety. And I can tell you all, having watched her teach... She really cultivates that kind of intellectual, playful space where no ideas are off limits for her students. In this conversation, Mary talks about how she sees the challenges teachers face that go well beyond lack of time or energy or salary. Here, Mary talks about how teaching has been politicized with often confusing and threatening messages for teachers. She also gives ideas and advice for everyone out there about how to bring the love and energy that we first brought to the teaching profession. You won't want to miss this conversation with Mary Powers. Mary Powers, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. How are you? Oh, great. It's great to be here. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about you. How long have you been a teacher? What first drew you to teaching? Give everyone a little bit of a background about you. So I've been a high school English teacher for a little more than 20 years, but I'm older than dirt. And so before that, I was a child and adolescent therapist. And I worked mostly in assessment units and step-down programs and uh, residential treatment. So all sorts of places where the therapeutic element and the educational element were really closely related. I had some changes in my life where I moved states and wasn't licensed clinically in Utah, where I live now. So I applied for a job at the independent school where my, at the time, very young children were attending. And that worked out. (laughs) And so I, I started working, you know, in the classroom instead of in a therapeutic capacity. But there was a great overlap, I think, in the work that I did. That's awesome. Thank you. And how long would you say, all told, I know you're still a teacher. How long have you been a teacher, would you say? I think this is my 22nd year. My math is a little fuzzy because I teach English. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. That's for all of us humanities nerds out there. Tell us, what do you love about teaching? Oh, I love a lot of things about teaching. I think what I enjoy the most and what I feel like is my primary goal is to create a classroom environment that is at once safe, whatever we mean by that word. I'm talking, I guess, emotionally safe, but also challenging and exciting for students. I love discussion more than anything in the world, and I love watching students 
learn from each other and help each other. Amazing. I can also identify with having taught French for a long time, but the cool times and years I was able to teach an English class or a literature class or English AP, there's something about a beautiful Socratic conversation or a led discussion where everyone can feel that magic in the room and the students start to get into their own metacognition, right? Thinking about their thinking and playing around with ideas and I am lucky enough to have seen you teach and run those. And I really do believe that's your superpower, really getting <laughs> getting kids to talk to each other in a way that they'll never forget. Yeah, thank you. I think that's that's the energy that I draw on the most. And that's really the thing I love the most. What do you think are the biggest challenges you faced? Oh, in we teaching? don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I might be taking a little bit of a left turn, pun intended, because I thought quite a bit about this question. And I think, you know, time and energy and fatigue and all the things that all teachers experience every day, of course, are enormous challenges. Right now, I feel like the biggest challenge for teachers is the way that the role itself has been politicized and the number of um, confusing and yet somehow threatening messages <laughs> teachers are getting about the person that they need to be in the classroom and whether that's people, politicians deciding who they can and cannot recognize in their student population or what they can and cannot say about our shared history and the communities that we live in, even to the point now of people saying they should be carrying weapons instead of school books. I think that, that that's just overwhelming in a lot of ways. Thank you for bringing that out. I think you're right that the way the teacher role has changed, and it's not just COVID or a global pandemic, but I think what you're speaking to, of course, we're not very far as we record this from the school shooting in Texas. We could even look all the way back to Columbine or Sandy Hook for events like that, where some rhetoric around, well, teachers should just carry firearms seems to come up again and again, but we don't have to look very far also about some critical aspects for those who are not in the classroom who think we have the easiest jobs in the world and we just knock off at three o'clock and close our doors and that's all. Yeah, no, I appreciate you bringing that out into the d discussion and conversation. And you also talked about what you think teachers are struggling with Right now, as you said, time, of course, energy, fatigue, administration sometimes, and that could come from the state level, that could come from the national level. If you could wave a magic wand, what would you love to create for <laughs> educators? What would make Mary Powers this job easier? What do you think? I think what I would want to do for teachers is to fill up fill up the bucket, you know, to 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 remind them of the love and the energy and the resources that they do have and that they brought to the job. Because we don't need anything more. We just need to be able to call on that when the reserves are so depleted. You know, teachers are, I, I want all teachers to know that, that what you're doing has tremendous value, that you are fierce and that your work is sacred. And I think our best selves always know that. But 
boy, you know, 5.30 on a Wednesday afternoon, we need to be able to tap that, to know what we're doing matters, to know why we're doing it, and to know that, that we're really strong and good enough to get the job done. You're speaking to something that I think is so important. And after two decades in the classroom, and you're still in a teaching role, how did you personally remember that best self place, that energy, that reason, that passion? I think I'm speaking a little bit to burnout here. What would you say or what advice would you give to those who are like, gosh, I just want to go work someplace else where I don't have to be on all the time and prep and read my email and talk to parents and, you know, uh, what do you say to those who are struggling with burnout? I have a, a very a wise and supportive colleague talking about this a few years back when things were really quite dark about making sure that my work aligns with my values. And, you know, that, that led to some painful changes because I think my own values were not in sync with the values of the organization I was working for at the time. But that doesn't take me out of teaching. It takes me maybe to change the where and the when and the how, but the role of teaching is in line with my values. And as long as I can always remember that, I think that is inoculation against burnout. It doesn't get the grading done any faster, (laughs) but I'm sappy enough to to feel like just this sort of inspiration can be energizing. To, To know that I believe in what I'm doing is is really important to keep front and center and to ask myself about a lot. Wow. I like that. To ask myself about a lot. Here on the podcast, we talk about how curiosity is the solvent for self-pressure, self-judgment, perfectionism in our craft of teaching. And asking yourself those questions, it seems like is helpful, serves you. You know, as far as like perfectionism and, you know, the self-criticism that comes with it, I try to remember to talk to myself the way I talk to my students. You know, I, I, I feel like I am compassionate and forgiving with learners making mistakes. I need to turn that inward as well. And, and know that this is a process, even after 20 some years, I'm still learning, I'm still growing. So, of course, yay mistakes. That's how we grow. (laughs) Yay mistakes. In my French classroom, I think I've shared with you, I have a mistake dance and we dance often. (laughs) So, yay mistakes. Please, everyone, remember to dance out there. Mary Powers, what just really wonderful honor and opportunity to have you on the podcast and oh, I, so I really appreciate the points that you brought out today, the challenges and the wins, the advice and the thoughts about, yay, mistakes. Thanks so much for being here. You are so welcome. And thanks so much for having me. It was really a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was Mary Powers in conversation, one of our inspired teacher highlights and spotlights. Thanks so much for being on the podcast and we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share teacher talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. 
To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.